Good morning once again. Glad to have you back with us on Real Presence Live for this final segment of our two-hour show this morning. I'm Father Mike Malloy coming to you from uh, Rapid City, South Dakota, from the Mustard Seed, our Catholic bookstore here in Rapid City. It's great to have you with us, and we want to get right into this next topic, although not an easy topic to talk about, one that's very important. So let's begin by introducing Dr. Marcy Morin. Uh, Marcy, are you there? Yes, I'm here. It's good to have you with us, uh, Marcy, on this uh, for this Thank segment you. of our show. Can you begin by just giving us a little bit of a brief, a uh, little bit about who you are? Well, I'm the uh, clinical psychologist for the Catholic Diocese of Sioux Falls, and uh, we we have a Greek center as well as a small mental health center, and we provide a lot of services to the parishioners throughout the diocese. Wonderful, a, a much-needed ministry, I'm sure, um, for all of us. So we want to delve into the topic of grief that can really affect people during the holiday season. Can you tell us about that? Yes, right now we're, we have an ongoing grief program throughout the year. There's six weeks in time, and right now we're involved in grieving a loss during the holidays. And we're in the third week of that program. And, um, of course, the people who've lost a loved one are having a very difficult time during the holidays because it's a family time, and it's a time when they're thinking back, and their memories are of happier times, and so their grieving is even more difficult at this time. Yeah, and, and probably not something that a lot of us, especially if somebody hasn't, gone through that, um, not a lot of us are aware of, are conscious That's of right. the grief that people and, go through in the holiday season. And it you know. surprises them, you know, because many of them have never had a serious loss in their life, and now they've lost a child or a spouse or a parent, and it's overwhelming. You know, they, they yep. don't understand their own emotional responses and their own frustrations, and then there's always the physical part of grief. It's the fact is, it's a great stressor. So they have to also be aware of their own physical health at that time. You bet. And, you know, I think one of the easy things to do for people would be to simply sort of hide. I'm just going to ride out this emotional experience. Mm -hmm. Um, Not not the right thing to do. Would you agree? No, I agree. And I think it takes a, a lot of courage for them to come. You know, we meet every... Tuesday evening for six weeks, and I think that if they come the first time and can get themselves back the second time, it gets a little easier, but you're right. It is better just to stay home and curl up on your couch and try to hide and withdraw, which is not not a healthy way when a person is grieving. Okay, and you know, if somebody isn't, you know, we have obviously people listening all over the Minnesota's North, North, South Dakota, and, and into Wyoming. Um, if somebody doesn't have access to a, like a program like you're doing, what would be your encouragement to them if somebody suddenly becomes aware that something's not right, that they're experiencing some some genuine grief over the loss of a loved one? Mm-hmm. What would you encourage right. them to do? Well, I would encourage them to try to get some information on grief and bereavement. Usually, the funeral home that handles the services, or the pastor will have some booklets or some information. I think the most important part of our program really is education. 
because once people understand how serious grief can be and how painful, I think they can accept it better. Another thing we do in the third week of the program is our our time for the spiritual part of the program. And then I always ask a priest to come and talk to them, answer questions, and um, help them with their spirituality at this time. Those are all, I think, really, really great um, options and possibilities. Um, this is Father Mike Malloy. I'm here with Dr. Marcy uh, Morin, um, who works for the Diocese of Rapid City, talking about grief during the holiday season. Um, uh, can you talk a little bit more about um, the focus on God as part of this process? What, you, what kind of, what are the, what are the yes. topics, or how does the the pastor or the priest that comes, how does yeah. how do they approach? Well, they, I think when people are grieving, you know, the first thing is they they just can't grasp the the loss, the finality of death. I mean, sometimes they spend the last moments with their loved one. I think that always helps. Sometimes it's uh, unexpected, an accident or a suicide, and they haven't been present. I think it helps if the loved one has been present during the death. But they have many questions about God and what is God's hand in all of this, and should I be angry at him, or should I pray to my loved one who's in heaven with him now? And they ask the priest many questions about about later in life, about where their loved one is, and can they see him, and they need that kind of reassurance that, that they're okay, that they're mm-hmm. safe with God, and they're waiting for them, and that's the kind of things they need to hear. Because so that's it's such a lonely the, time. After it sinks in, you know, you then figure out that you're all alone now, and this husband or this child, they're gone, and they're not coming back. Okay, yeah, that, and obviously those are all very, very important things. And, and we mentioned earlier the importance of people not being alone, um, even right. if they can't reach out to professional to reach out to someone. Yes, um, and I think that's a very important part of the, the grieving is we encourage, after our program, we encourage the development of support groups, you know, within their parishes, within their communities, so they've got other people to talk to that have gone through the same thing and are maybe going through it right now. So the social mm-hmm. connection is very important with our program too. Absolutely. Yeah. And and uh, even in the context of family because if, if there's been a loss in the family I'm sure a, I'm sure mm-hmm. one person's grief yes you know an, another's it's, different. Like it's always it. unique, you know, an individual and and sometimes the adults you know don't understand why the younger individuals aren't crying all the time or aren't expressing their grief openly and that kind of all needs to be explained to them is that everybody does it differently. And sometimes yeah. people hold their feelings in and cry privately and don't cry publicly. And maybe they just feel bad and they're not able to express those emotions. We encourage a lot of, um, during, especially during the holiday season, a lot of memorial activities, perhaps visiting the cemetery or have it going to Mass. Or, or talking about their loved ones openly during Christmas dinner or Thanksgiving, bringing them in to the to the scene. But even though they're not there, all the memories are there, 
the good stories and the sharing of information and happy times all help when people are going through this very traumatic event. Yeah, I can I can appreciate that, and I think the the importance of people, you know, when they identify that they're dealing with some kind of a grief thing to to not feel bad or um, I don't want to wreck the holiday. Yeah, um, yes. But rather to be or, able to, because I think when you can say, I'm grieving, I'm sad, I, yeah, I, I, exactly. I miss so-and-so, mm-hmm. you can move past it in the sense of not letting it mm-hmm. weigh you down, but it can right. help you kind of to engage again in whatever the activity is going around you, but to hold it in and to keep it to yourself out of some sort of fear that I might upset or bother somebody. I might cause mom to cry or something like that. And I keep encouraging them and telling them, it's okay if mom cries, you know. She feels sad and lonely. So it's not hurting her. But um, I I do think they, they many times try to protect each other and put on a false front. And then the whole meal goes through or the whole day goes by and no one mentions the loved one. No one even brings up his name or her name. Yeah. So I don't yeah. think that helps. Yeah. No, I don't think it does either because it's on everybody's mind. You know, yeah, everybody's... and there's a lot of memorial things they can do as a group. You know, they can go to church together or they can pray together. They can light a candle. They can look at pictures. They can do a lot of things to bring the memories back. Yeah, to help help cope with uh, right with the, the situation. So yes, and all, all the research tells us that you know, um, cre- creating the tradition, recreating the tradition, and the memories is so helpful in processing through grief. So yes. it, it's all been researched out, and we're encouraged to to follow parts of the grieving process because we know that at the end there needs to be a, a normal, healthy adjustment to this change and it's all about adjustments we don't forget our loved ones we we don't ever want to think that we could ever forget them but we have to adjust to this change and go on with life and so we promote this adjustment as gently as we can yeah well these are really wonderful ideas and wonderful helps um Marcia, we really appreciate the work you're doing, and we appreciate the insights. Hopefully, those listening can really gain some some understanding of what it is that that they need to do in their life if they find themselves in this time of grief uh, during the holiday season. So, thank you for the yes. work you do, and and God bless you, and keep doing it. Thank you for the interview. All right, take care, Doctor. Bye. All right. Well, that kind of wraps up our show. At least we're getting to the end of it. Um, it's been a great morning. We've had some great interviews. That last one, I think, was is so important because I, I think a lot of times um, we put on this face that the holidays have to always be wonderful and happy. And I think the holidays have to be truthful and they have to be kind. And um, sharing the sadness and the grief is the way to get to to move through it, and it's and it's a way to really help everybody to focus and come around to an appreciation of what the whole holiday season is all about. It's about the love of God poured into our life through His Son Jesus. So, um, we're drawing to the end of our show. It's been a great show for me. I've enjoyed it. Uh, a little rough around the edges, but that's okay. We make things work, and it's been it's been a great experience once again to visit with people and and share the goodness of our faith and life. And we want to uh, put a shout out to the Mustard Seeds for allowing us to be here, to for hosting us as as they open their business and people come in and and go. It's always good to be here and be around. And we um, we 
we still are wondering about those chocolate advent calendars. I'm thinking it's a calendar that you look at and then you just eat it. But I'm guessing that's not true. So, um, you know, I guess you're going to have to figure that out, um, all of you listening, and, you know, just to figure out what a chocolate, maybe come in and look and see what a chocolate advent candle or calendar looks like. But um, we, we appreciate being here with the Mustard Seed. We appreciate um, their support for Catholic Radio. We, su- we appreciate all of our supporters. We have some great um, businesses through the area and throughout the whole region that really support this radio station, and we appreciate that. So that about wraps it up for us. We're heading into the top of the hour and into the rest of the programming for Real Presence Radio. We thank you for being with us. We thank you for listening and for caring, sharing the good news. May God bless you. May you find joy and hope and happiness in your life. And we will be with you again um, in the new in the uh, next month. Take care. God bless you. You're listening to Real Presence Radio. Take care. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.